Welcome to the Sipping Point, where each week we explore the recipe for a delicious life. I'm your host, Lori Forrester, the wine coach, and every week we make it my mission to demystify wine one glass at a time and make it fresh and fun. And this week is no difference. And I am super pumped because you have been hearing the guitar stylings of Paul Cullen, who's going to be my guest in the first segment. He spent much of his life as a musician with bands like Bad Company, which brings back some good memories for me. And then now in his second act, he now pairs his acoustic guitar with his line of wines made in California. And we're going to taste and hear all about those and hear some more of those great sounds. Then after Paul takes off, we have our chocolate guru. Susanna Seiger of Ma Petite Shoe, and she's going to educate us on the chocolate trends for 2013. Yum. <laughs> so Paul, as I mentioned, has uh, been a bassist and multi-instrumentalist. Uh, you are a multitasker with all instruments, I guess, with groups of international acclaim, including Bad Company. You've toured the world in front of millions of audiences, and today you have this unique jazzy style that you've paired with your wines and welcome to the show. Oh, Laurie, thank you so much for having me. This is really fun. So we're going to taste. We're going to listen to music. Uh, you know, I, I don't can't think of a better day. I don't think so. You got chocolate coming in too. It's <laughs> I know. perfect. This perfect. is perfect for a yes. Saturday, isn't it? Yes. All right. So your line of wines. Let's just talk a little bit. You're in the music business, and this famous rocker. How do you go from that to having a line of wines? Well, it started out when I was in Bad Company. Uh, we would do overnighters where we'd be in one city, and then uh, we'd have to leave that night after the show and go to another city. And uh, me and the guitar player, Mick Ralphs, uh, the original guitar player from Bad Company, would be uh, in the back of the bus hanging out. And he actually uh, asked me if I liked wine at one one night. We were doing one of those, and I said... Well, I don't know. I haven't had anything since my grandfather's really bad Chianti, you know, when I was growing <laughs> up. So he brought a bottle of Chateauneuf de Pop out, and, mm. uh, and it must have been, you know, pretty expensive. I would imagine it was, knowing him. And uh, and we drank a bottle together, and I was like, wow, I like this. Made me so feel that all was kinda, the turning it, point for you, yeah, wine-wise. It, it gave me this really cool buzz, made me kind of feel all kind of fuzzy and warm inside. <laughs> So then we drank another bottle, and uh, and of course I don't remember what happened after that. But no, no. but uh, so that was kind of my um, baptism to good wine. Yes, yeah. there and, there is that transition. You know, I, I always make jokes when I'm doing my uh, events or my comedy show. You know, Boone's Farm. I used to think that was great when I was 18. Oh, yeah. But my OMG wine or my turning point wine was a uh, Barolo, and Ooh. I'm a huge Barolo wow. fanatic. But there is that one wine, you know, that really good wine that you go, oh. This is more than just sweet and fruity. This is right. wine. No doubt. And, you know, I tell people, in fact, I think I'm going to have a T-shirt made up. It doesn't have to be sweet to be good. It just has to be good. Exactly. <laughs> you know, but so. it's, it, of course, subjective. So you had this yeah. experience. And then what made you think of doing your own line of wine? Well, I think uh, back in 2006, I put down my bass after playing for almost 30 years wow. and uh, picked up nylon string guitar. I kind of fiddled around with it, but then I got serious. I took some online lessons with some really cool people from Toronto and uh, Boston, and um, and I started recording my first CD. And while I was recording it, I uh, I said, you know, I need to I need to cross market my music with something because I could kind of see the music biz as we knew it was kind of going downhill. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I wanted to cross market, add you know uh, another depth onto my uh, product. 
which was music. And, and I was actually really getting into wines at the time. We were going to wine tastings. Uh, uh, I went to wine dinners. I was learning like whatever I could about wines. And uh, so I, it was a perfect match. While I was recording my first CD, that's, uh, you know, that's where I got the, uh, the idea to, to uh, promote with wine. And, uh, and at that time, I just started hanging out with some cool wineries like Michael and David, you know, do Seven nice. Deadly Zins and St. Supery. They all kind of became friends of mine um, because I was putting events together and they were at those events playing, you know, pouring their wines and I was playing my music. A perfect so that's pairing. Where, yeah, that's where Unplugged and Uncorked came from, my company name. And um, and then soon after that, I uh, after a couple of years of that, then I got a job by chance selling Italian wine. Which was amazing because I am half Italian and I lived that lifestyle growing up of great food and great wine and really cool music. Um, so that was like my dream job because I got to go to Italy. And uh, uh, yeah. And, yes. Yeah. Need we say I, more? You I, don't see the need to say more. I, I would. I, I would. I didn't tell them, but I would have done that for free. You know what I mean? I would have. But uh, <laughs> well, but you anyways, shouldn't though. So it all kind of morphed uh, from doing uh, you know Saint Supery, uh, Michael David, then uh, Portovino, which was the Italian wine company. Um, you know, throughout that process, I thought about, man, I really had to do my own wine. So believe it or not, Cameron Hughes was a huge inspiration. Yes. Uh, I read his story. He, he I'm is, like, isn't he? Hey, wow. Maybe I can do that. Of and, course you can. And, and you did. I did it. Yeah. Well, speaking of it, we have these three wines in front of us we're going to taste. So let's taste the first okay. wine, the white. Yep. And tell me a little bit about this Bianco. We use the Italian word for white. Mm-hmm. Uh, how much was this retail for about? Oh, it's about 13 Thirteen, fourteen dollars. Perfect, yep. and it's a blend of Sauvignon Blanc and Chardonnay. Yep, it has and eight. it's really clean and crisp. I love that. It really is. You know, I live in uh, Rehoboth Beach, Delaware, so I'm all about seafood because we we live, you know, where you live yes. too. Seafood heaven. So when we put this uh, white together, I wanted something that went with shellfish, like scallops and oysters and clams, and in our local, you know, really good uh, seafood. So so that's why we put this blend together for that. I love it, and yeah. because you know Chardonnay. Without the oaky component, can is giving this some really nice body and and depth. Yep. But then the Sauvignon Blanc is that zing of that mouth watering acidity, right? That we're having going on right now that makes you want to grab a shrimp or grab an oyster and uh, and pair it up with this. This is for, really nice. Thank you for for sure. That's exactly. I mean, it came out exactly how we wanted it to. It's only eighteen percent Chardonnay. And it's unoaked, so just like you said, yes. it, it gives us some depth and bottom. You know, being a bass player, I always say, you know, it adds some bottom to it. Yes, you know, so. uh, I love that. Mm-hmm. And these are from the Sierra Foothills in California, and a lot of people aren't familiar with that region, but they're making a lot of amazing wine. It's not all about Napa and Sonoma, people. It's really not. And when I had the idea to do my own wine, yeah, I, I could have done, a, a, you know, a Napa Cab or a Sonoma Chardonnay or, or Central Coast Pinot or whatever, but, you know, I, I visited this area when I was skiing in Tahoe about five or six years ago and fell in love with the wineries. It's true. Uh, well, a lot of Italian uh, influence. In that, yeah, exactly. Yes. I think our winery, half of the varietals are Italian. Nice. And uh, Barbera, we got Barbera coming out this year, which is really oh, I good. I love really, Barbera. Really good. Well, we're going to take a quick break. So maybe you yep. can play a little something because I love the sound. And then uh, when we come back, we're going to continue tasting Paul Cullen's wines and talking more about them and his transformation, um, bringing music and wine together. We'll be right back. Discover the recipe for a delicious life each week on The Sipping Point with Lori Forster, the wine coach, each week, Saturdays at noon on WBAL 1090 AM or at WBAL.com.
All right, we're back with The Sipping Point, and I'm Lori Forster, the wine coach. We're here, as I mentioned earlier, with Paul Cullen, who now has his own line of wines. He is a musician, and he's played with amazing people like Bad Company uh, all over the world, and now he's putting music and wine together for just the perfect pairing, I think. We just tasted your Bianco, mm-hmm. but we have a uh, rosé here. That you also have, and a lot of people are afraid of rosé, but oh, for not sure. me. Yeah. So let's talk about this rosé. What do you have in here? Well, it's a Petite Syrah, which I don't think I've ever seen in a rosé, and a grape called Fiano, um, which I'm sure you know, uh, but most people might not know. It's just an Italian varietal from Campania, mm-hmm. and uh, very few growers grow it in California, and our vineyard's one of them that grows the Fiano, which is nice. a white grape. Yeah. So we call this one not your mom's rosé. Because it's, <laughs> because not it's sweet. a dry rosé. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, and I love it. I love tasting people on it um, because they're like, oh, no, no, I don't want to try that. It's pink. It must be sweet. I'm like, no, you got to try it. It's dry. It's really mm-hmm. So we've turned. It, it's been a, a project because I love turning people on to it. Oh, it's really delicious. Mm. And, and again, that crisp acidity that us cork dorks or wine geeks love because you know it's going to be very food friendly. It really is. It's got that real uh, that um zing on or pucker factor as I mm-hmm. call it on the end, but all that great fruit and to me a rosé is such a great balance between a red and a white when sometimes you don't want the heaviness of a red. This is just a great way to go. Oh, for sure. And and it actually gets better as it sits in the glass and warms up. It it, it Trans, it goes more like the petite Syrah. So get a little bit yeah, more spicy. You do get some of that red fruit, you know, yep. just like a delicateness of it, and then that little spice. For sure. And you never know by the color because it's such a blush color. It but is. It, but, it's, but it's awesome. And in fact, we've had people, uh, they've actually uh, named it the Porch Pounder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so. And and all of these three wines we're tasting, I want to mention, are all priced at $13. I mean, $13 a bottle. Yep. That is a great price point because everybody I talk to is always looking for a great wine under $15, especially those of us who like to drink wine with your meal every day. For sure. Yeah. yeah. So this is a really uh, wonderful way to get that everyday wine. Yeah, we made sure that when we were putting this whole thing together, I, I wanted to make sure it was right in that price point, right around $13. So we did whatever we had to. You right. know, I might make a little less or whatever. It doesn't matter because I want that wine to be in that price point. Yeah. Now your website is paulcullen.com and there's a lot of great stuff out there. Recipes. Is that right? Did I get it right? Dot net. Dot net. Okay. That's really important. Somebody already had paulcullen.com. Well, whoever you are, give it up for Paul. I know. I actually just, I just, (laughs) I emailed them the other day. I'm like, dude, man, you're not doing anything with paulcullen.com. I know. So anyways, but it's paulcullen.net or just Google me, Paul Cullen Wines or Paul Cullen Bad Company. If you can't find me, there's something wrong. Whether it's Facebook, <laughs> you Twitter, don't know how to work a computer. If yeah, you can't exactly. Find me. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Well, speaking um, of delicious red wine, at the end of the day, when I want to just relax, that comfort, it's yeah. red. So you have a rosso, which is what they you know word for red in Italian, and this is a blend of Syrah, Zinfandel, and and Cab Franc. Mm-hmm. So we've got that teamwork, as I say, or that recipe of grapes. Yep. And what was your inspiration? I mean, what was the style you were going for well, here? Believe it or not, I, I sold a Barbera from uh, uh, Piemonte when I was working Love it. for, and it was clean, done in done in steel, never mm-hmm. touched oak. Um, but it was a daily drinker. In fact, it was called Fuso, which means daily drinker in Italian. And I wanted something that was similar so it could be your daily drinker. It's clean. It's got nice spice and fruit. It's not overly really tannic. It's it, it's got a n- 
nice, nice silky finish. So just enough tannins to give you the silky finish, but not to take over your palate. Mm-hmm. So we wanted something kind of fun, clean, refreshing. And that actually on a summer night at 56 degrees it is a refreshing red. So you're, you're not doing any or just a minimal oak? A little minimal oak on the Syrah okay. and, and the Cab Franc. Uh, but okay. the Zin's done in, in all steel. Nice. Mm-hmm. This is really nice because it has, you know, a lot of people aren't satisfied unless they get a little bit of that velvety mm-hmm. fullness on the palate, especially right. in America. You know, we, a lot of people like that a little more. So you have that, but then you have that clean finish. Like you said, it's not like you just, you know put sandpaper yeah. on your tongue or anything. Exactly. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm just not reds. a huge fan of that. This is really great. I love this. And I could, you know, we have the white, which you're going to love with seafood and the rosé mm-hmm. with salads and seafood and, and Gr- lighter meats. stuff, yes. Yeah. Like salmon or chicken Exactly. For the yep. And then here, if you want something a little bit meatier mm-hmm. or even like portobello mushroom, if you're, uh, you know, Perfect. vegetarian, something like that, it'd mm-hmm. be delicious. I'm going to um, tell them about where they can come see you, but I want to hear some of your, more of your music because you're going to be leaving me soon. <laughs> Can I stay? I know, right? (laughs) Well, on the 31st of January, you're going to be at Vino Rosina, which is in Harbor East, at 7 p.m. And you're going to do like a very cool music and wine event. How can folks sign up for that? Well, the best thing to do is go to uh, Vino Rosina's website, or they can go on my website and they'll see the information for for the event. It's really cool. It's not a wine dinner per se, where you have to pay $65 and you get four courses or whatever it is. Uh, It's restaurant week in Baltimore that week. So what they're going to do is they're just going to pair my wines with whatever whatever dishes that they have for restaurant week. Yes. And then uh, I'll be playing music. And you can either come in and get the dinner with a glass or buy a glass or buy a bottle or have a taste. And... uh, uh, and listen to me uh, play. I'll be playing from 7 till 10 also. Very cool. Wow. I, you know, I pretty much, most of the time, I think I have the coolest job around, but you might be in the running. I don't know. I think, for... I, I like what you do too, though. <laughs> <laughs> I've been watching you. Oh, well, Paul, uh, this has been amazing. I love your three wines and I love the price point. I really appreciate you making great wine for an affordable price. You can check out Paul Collins' music and wine and everything else that he's doing at Paul Collins. .net. Thank you so much for coming. Thank you so much for having me. I, I just love doing stuff like this. I love Thanks. it. Well, all the details on the Sips of the Week, which are these three wines we just tasted from Paul Cullen, are at thewinecoach.com or on my free app for iPhone and Android. They'll hopefully be available at Wells Discount Liquors. Check them out at wellswine.com. We're going to be right back with Susanna Seiger, our chocolate guru on the Sipping Point. Company Always on the run Destiny Is a rising sun